What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hi, this is Josh Marshall, and this is the Josh Marshall Podcast. This is a uh, special uh, sort of emergency edition of the Josh Marshall Podcast. It is uh, a minute, a couple minutes after 930 on Friday morning on the East Coast. Uh, we have all learned uh, either late last night or this morning that uh, President Trump and, his, and the First Lady both have tested positive for COVID. Uh, they either got it from Hope Hicks or gave it to Hope Hicks or what I think is actually most likely is there's some other person in the, you know, in the inner circle or something like that who gave it to both of them. But obviously the, the relevant issue here is the president of the United States has a potentially deadly illness. He was in relatively close proximity to Joe Biden just two days ago. So we are really in a in a crisis situation. So we are going to give you some quick updates and uh, get back to covering the news. So uh, I'm here with my co-host, Kate Riga, hey and uh, just, just the two of us this morning. Uh, Kate, mm-hmm. what, what are we, what's going on here? You know, it might be callous, but you know, as soon as I heard the news, I kind of immediately started thinking, what does this mean for the race? And the kind of inescapable fact of this is I think it does multiple things. The first is which highlights Trump's age and his, you know, unhealthiness. The fact that he's overweight is also a a contributing factor. Um, the second thing is I just, I don't see this as the kind of, um, you know, sometimes a tragedy will happen and a politician will get this big uprising of sympathy, even from people who usually wouldn't support him. And that is not what this is to me because it's so self-inflicted. You know, it might be different if he hadn't gone around, you know, just on Tuesday, making fun of Biden for wearing masks, um, making it a virtue signaling thing to wear a mask or care about COVID at all. And to your Mm -hmm. point specifically in the debate, there's that moment where he pulls out his mask and says, hey, I wear a mask when I need to, but I'm not like, you know, wearing an oversized one when people are 200. So he basically made fun of Biden for Mm -hmm. his, uh, you know, kind of conscientious and fairly constant use of masks. Right. And And then I think the other point is just, you know, if you're the Biden camp or Democrats trying to make the argument that Trump has handled COVID badly and irresponsibly, you now have a situation where he can't even keep himself from getting it when he's got access to the best medical care, more tests than any of us can hope to get. Um, And it also kind of, not that reasonable people believe this, but it really blows a hole in the whole, the pandemic is ending, COVID is vanishing. Much harder argument to make from this side of the disease. Yeah, I will say, I mean, just as a general, you know, we can and we should have 
human sympathy for mm-hmm. any person with this this disease. I do. It's a scary disease. I, I do, you know, vis-a-vis the president. It's a scary disease. He's an older person. He's obese. That is uh, that is a comorbidity for this for this disease. Um, even if, as as is claimed that you know on all the other things he's he's you know in 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 relatively good shape quite apart from the person Donald Trump it's a big big deal if the president if the serving president has a potentially fatal illness and 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 um a potentially fatal illness that can move quickly so it is a big big deal we can say those things and feel those things and still be clear that there's there's just no reason this should have happened this is not, you know, there were, uh, you know, Boris Johnson got COVID in, I, you know, I don't remember if it was March or April, but in the very beginning, right, when things were still pretty unknown and, and all that kind of stuff, we've been at this for m- more than six months. Uh, as you say, Kate, the president has access to all of the best you know, constant testing, the saliva tests, the PCR tests. Um, he just should not have been going out constantly all the time. And there's there is a striking there's a striking reference in in a New York Times article this morning that noted that his top advisors don't wear masks around him because they they know it is like a it's a signal he doesn't like. He doesn't like seeing masks. Uh, my honestly my big worry at this point is joe biden yep that's the million dollar question you know he was in uh i don't know exactly what the layout was there uh you know they didn't shake hands they did not come into immediate presence if you look at the debate i would say they look like they're 10 or 12 feet apart something like that uh i think there's a big question of you know what was the ventilation like in there Mm -hmm. um so that is a real thing. Joe Biden is, I, I believe, 77, um, you That's know, right. seems to be in good health. But 77, is, he's an old man. Um, and we have not, uh, I don't think we've heard anything yet about a test result. We know he's being, right, we know he's being tested this morning, but we don't know the results yet. And also, you know, on the debate front, you also had almost the entire Trump clan shed their masks as soon as they got in, who were sitting not far away from the Biden clan. So Right, right. I just I do think that's the underlying point though, is it does feel like he brought it on himself with, you know, months of poo-pooing these kind of, you know, these safety standards and making fun of anyone who abided by them. Yeah, again, I don't think it is not it is just the reality to say he did bring it on himself. Yeah. This is the this is the result of his reckless behavior. Um, people do reckless things. That doesn't mean that they deserve to suffer. That doesn't mean we can't have human sympathy. That doesn't mean we can't hope for the best. But it is just the reality. This is the result of his reckless behavior. And... Another thing I think we need to be aware of is that it seems highly unlikely that these three people are the only three people in the in the you know at the White House in the literal sense at the White House uh, who have COVID. That just seems very unlikely. Yeah. Um, you know, not everybody's spouse gets you know gets COVID when they get COVID. I mean, just um, 
just to a, a near um, you know a near comparison, uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, uh, the president's son's girlfriend partner, uh, had COVID. Donald Trump Jr. didn't get it. I mean, they're not married, but obviously in these terms, <laughs> not not as not that's not really the difference. Um, I think almost certainly other people in the White House have it. That is, uh, you know, a human bad thing, but that's also a government of the United States bad thing. Although I will tell you again, my thoughts are 98.5%. I want to know that Joe Biden's okay. Yeah. That's what, that's what I care about right now. We're kind of coming out of this, I think with two biggest overarching questions. The first of which is Joe Biden. Okay. Because, you know, Divorcing from the human sympathy part, just looking at the political calculus, I think this is just bad for Trump. Unless Biden also has it, then I have no idea what it means, you know, because when it's just Trump, it seems like he's hobbled from campaigning. We remember how old and at risk he is. And except for the most, you know, kind of diehard, rabid MAGA people, I think a normal person would have doubts about casting a vote for someone who's got a potentially fatal illness or who's at risk for getting seriously, seriously sick from this. Um, And then I think that, so we've got Biden's health. And the other big question is, how bad does Trump have it? Mm -hmm. Um, And one of our colleagues, Josh Kavinsky, brought up a point that in the New York Times article, it mentioned that Trump has been having mild cold-like symptoms. But the fact that he has symptoms at all is notable and worrisome because a lot of people who get COVID don't have any symptoms, you know, don't even sometimes don't even know until their next routinely scheduled test that they have yeah. it. So yeah. the the presence of symptoms makes this seem, at least now on its face, like it might be a more serious situation. Yeah, a- absolutely. I think there's an there is another in terms of taking stock of what has happened here. There's a, there's there's two other related issues. One is that the pres- the White House did not announce this. Mm-hmm. The progression of events is that, uh, God, I'm spacing on her first name. Is it Joanne Jacobs? I, I, I'm, oh, I, Jennifer I, Jacobs, the Jennifer reporter. Jacobs. And I, I apologize, Jennifer, I'm kind of a little scrambled. Uh, she got the story that Hope Hicks had tested positive. As soon as it was out that Hope Hicks had tested positive, obviously everybody was thinking the president was with her, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that kind of uh, started a chain of events of of what's the deal with the president. It's not clear to me they would have been forthcoming about this. And another thing that, again, you can't look away from is the reporting we have at the moment is that she tested positive yesterday morning. After she tested positive, the president went on this trip to New Jersey for some sort of fundraiser political event, was around a lot of people. That, you know, what happened there? What's the, exp- you know, what is the explanation for that? Mm-hmm. Um, the other point is, and this is worrisome to me in a different way, and there, there is a uh, professor... I believe he's at the University of Washington. He's a Twitter presence. His name's Carl Bergstrom. Uh, if I got his academic affiliation wrong, I apologize. Um, he was on Twitter yesterday making the point that, generally speaking, 
you do not become symptomatic simultaneous with your getting a positive test. Now, and, and, and they are unique in this regard, the people in the White House, in as much as we have been led to believe they are tested every day or something like every day. They're basically being constantly tested irrespective of any symptoms. So they really, you know, let's assume for, this, for the moment they are tested every day. The very first time they test positive, they're also already having symptoms. That that seems off. That's not. I don't. I don't know exactly the, um, you know, th- the science on this one. I doubt it's impossible, but it's not likely. And at least what we have been led to believe is that both of these people, both Trump and Hicks, are already showing mild symptoms. So that gives me a lot of concern. That are they really being tested every day? Is that really the case? Because that that doesn't seem to match with what we're being told. Yeah, and uh, news also broke a few minutes into us doing this quick pod that uh, Ronna McDaniel, the RNC chairwoman, tested positive on Wednesday, and Trump was with her last Friday in Michigan. And that definitely goes to your point of how deep was the cover-up here? Because if we're just looking at what we know what we know for sure is that Hicks tested positive and Trump went and campaigned anyway. So that's not great. But now everything that's kind of come out subsequently looks like there was suspicion that she was positive before this and he still went about his campaign schedule. And now we've got McDaniel with a confirmed positive test on Wednesday. Do we know when the last time they were? I think you. I, <laughs> yeah, last Friday in Michigan. Last Friday. That's mm-hmm. their last. Yep. contact okay mm-hmm. uh yeah I, I you know there was a twitter thread and if anybody's wants to find this it is linked in the post i did on the site uh half hour ago um this carl bergstrom uh professor you know i don't know if he's epidemiologist or kind of you know virology, what what exactly his specialty is but he knows about this stuff he had made the point that if these two only first tested positive. If Trump and Hicks only tested positive for the first time Thursday, and they are being tested every day, it would be pretty unlikely that Trump could have infected Biden because your your viral, the kind of viral load that you can infect someone else is not going to run fast ahead of your being able to test positive. That's when you test positive. You have a high viral load. They, you know, they put the thing in your nose and they find COVID. Um, but have they really been testing him every day? I don't think we know that. And, and frankly, that scares the hell out of me in terms of Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I care about everybody here in a human sense, but in the sense of the fate of the country, I'm, I really, really, really care about Joe Biden being okay. Yep. Okay. So, uh, I guess quickly, let's, uh, anything else, uh, Kate, if you want to Peru, you know, kind of do a quick scan, anything else Mm -hmm. that's broken over the 10 minutes that we've, that we've been doing this pod, just Um, the McDaniel story seems to be the, the big thing. Yep. Seems to be the biggest thing. Got it. And I guess we should also say that, uh, over the course of the morning, vice president Pence, Steve Mnuchin, 
uh, uh, Pump, Mike Pompeo and uh, Alex Azar have all tested negative this morning. Obviously, the, the kind of the really big one there is Pence. You really mm-hmm. don't want both of those people to be to to be sick. So that is where we are right now. There's um, there's a lot happening. It, it's a it's a genuine uh, national crisis, and and uh, we're going to find out a lot more over the course of the day. Our team is live blogging all the breaking news that's coming out this morning, and as you can imagine, there's there's new stuff coming out moment by moment. So stay tuned, uh, Kate. Anything else before we sign off? No, that's all. You know, stay with us through the day. We're processing this the same as you are. So, Absolutely. Well, uh, thanks so much. This has been a special episode of the Josh Marshall Podcast. Uh, signing off for Josh Marshall and Kate Riga. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys.